Welcome to Primary Attribute, or Castle and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian, I'm the Castle Keeper, or Game Master as is known in a lot of other systems, and I use they them pronouns. Hey, my name's Adam. I play as Vons in this delightful podcast. Vons is the free little fox folk alchemist buddy. We go by he, him pronouns, and Vons is feeling just glad to be home and getting back into his stuff. I'm Erin. I play Erisene. I use she or they pronouns. Erisene uses she, her pronouns. And Erisene is glad to not be in a place with any of her family. I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. And Wealthy is, uh, we both use she, her pronouns. And Wealthy is uh, working towards um, accepting the fact that her life has changed completely. And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the kobold illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he, him pronouns, and Grix is excited to get back to work. Yeah, you get a chance, you should rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. But for real, though, please do that. It helps people find us. It makes us feel good about our work. And you should do it for the other podcasts you listen to as well, so they can be found and feel appreciated. And and while you're at it, consider writing us a letter for our 100th episode. Yeah, mm-hmm. we will answer our mailbag. And if it's empty, it will just be two hours of us gently sobbing into the microphones. <laughs> Either that or the shortest podcast we've ever put out. We can still make sobbing funny. I've got faith in us. Um, I refuse to edit the episode where we're all sobbing. (laughs) Except I think about editing. (laughs) I'm just going to export it. (laughs) Done. (laughs) Maybe maybe trim the ends. (laughs) And somehow we'll still get some keyboard clicking in there. (laughs) I believe in us. (laughs) I have a recap for everyone. Yeah. Uh, after Erisene was exposed for the filthy adventurer she is, her mother yelled at her <laughs> to keep up appearances for her grandparents. Uh, Shield had several interesting conversations with Wealthy and Grix involving possible corrective magics for Wealthy's leg and possible money-making opportunities. That night, Erisene was visited by Frymeath in the middle of the night, and they have as close to an actual heart-to-heart as we may get from that old man. It turns out he does love her, somehow, in his way, whatever that actually means. In the morning, the storm and lockdown are over, and we all retreated to places that are not Maithenwee Manor, including uh, Erisene filling in everyone on her uh, download with Frymeath. And that is where we ended. Yeah. So, you all are in the free and clear as far as current responsibilities. So for the first time in a while, you'll get pretty free-form idea about what you want to pursue next, oh, if God. you have any ideas. Well, I believe Vons's scene opens at the Fermenting Fox. Yeah. He's got uh, all kinds of goodies to put away. Presumably, he's got pockets full of whatever molds and cheeses he managed to find at the Mayfinley Estate. Oh, right. You got your saffron. Yeah, saffron and... I hope you throw that somewhere like moist and warm, so it just gets ruined immediately. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how to how to store saffron here. I, I imagine Vons knows what to do with it. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, it's a sealed wax sealed container, so I think you're okay. Mm. But yeah, so Vons is back at home brewing potions, studying things. Probably considering some nice saffron rice, unless saffron has some kind of magical ability. He's not a. Or I'm not aware. Is Vons aware of a magical ability yeah. for saffron? You know, can do stuff. Oh, good. One of us can cook. I was going to say Vons is the only one of me, Adam, <laughs> and Vons that knows exactly what it does right now. But uh, hey, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, 
I guess besides brewing stuff, is there anything in particular y'all want to do now? Um, I don't know. We're I I feel like we're at another one of those weird. Let's spots. recap. I was gonna say Wit once jokingly proposed, and I shot down because I'm mean. A uh, a downtime action that was just we go through all our stuff, <laughs> figure out what was going on, and what we have forgotten. I believe it was cleaning the apartment. Mm-hmm. We could yeah. do something like that. Yeah, uh, that sounds good to me. Um, sounds we've good got, to me too. We've got Professor Jenkins's stuff to do. Mm-hmm. We've got um, checking back in with the the conspiracy. Now that we've Bridge Club. Yeah. Uh, now that we've uh, uncovered all of the stuff with. There seems grandfather mostly. Yeah, that's true. Um, you guys, I was assuming hmm? that my mother would tell because sure. I told I told my mom all about that. Yeah, but yeah. Yes, but your mom doesn't wear an orange PC vest. <laughs> I mean, I just figured she would pass on the information <laughs> since she's my contact. Yeah, but you're in now. You could even request a meeting or something. She'll definitely pass on the broad strokes for sure, but. Especially if they want to actually do anything leveraging against your grandfather. That'll probably be a you thing. So we got that. We got Jenkins. You guys have research materials from Dr. Groves' labs and environs nearby. Bonds has a bunch of uh, alchemical ingredients. I've been very mean and never told him what they do. Just that he has been boiling that fucking uh, flying darkness squid for like months now. (laughs) It's finally getting that good texture. I'm sure Vaughn's had an inkling of when the appropriate pieces have. Uh... Inkling? <laughs> I like it. Oh, yeah. Va- Vaughn's did actually properly prepare it and store it. This is just yeah. right. He never got you anything beyond. You're I'm sure he it. separated <laughs> it into its constituent parts without too much trouble. There's the feather pit. Uh huh. There's who needs all the Ruladrin. Uh-huh. There's curing the corruption. Appears to be Vons's big gold goal. Uh-huh. There's taking down Briartels. Wealthy needs a new lake. Mm-hmm. And to save up for one. There was kind of going to the ground generally, although I believe Grix now has a bypass for the whole arranging transport part of that. Uh-huh. And I just had to figure out literally everything else. Yeah, well, we should go. We want to go... F- see where professor jenkins is so that's a good reason to go down to the ground yeah and try out our and uh does vons now know how to make that stone shaping thing have we put enough i think days you need another day another day but unless so then we, there's unless that... we do something immediately like quote unquote today in game time i'll just have uh-huh. you finish copying it it's okay. supposed to take all day but that's boring so <laughs> oh, it's super boring and yeah prevents all of these other quests you've put in front of us from happening so um anyway there's also um, uh, Julia uh, and also um, Corva. Yeah. Oh, no time for love, Dr. Yeah, Jones. Julia, and also the, Green. Yeah, the Julia thing was, boy, that was, that's going nowhere fast. And uh, you said you were girlfriends. <laughs> you yeah, and that one time. That one time. Luckily we're not accomplishing you. a lot. Luckily for you, that's often a binary state that switches in one direction and then stays there until things go horribly wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And what a state it is. And that uh, secret passage in uh, the Mayfenwe estate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is why I brought up the stone shapey thing. Yeah. 
So you are probably want to save that for a day from now at least. Um, all right. So y'all want to do Jenkins reviewing your literal items from the research labs that you recovered. Oh, reviewing the machine from the research lab you recovered. So not yeah. just the notes, but the actual machine. Um, you could also try to go and figure out how to get down and where where the fuck Jenkins is at mm-hmm. in terms well, of like geography. Vaughn's being incredibly resource-minded, wants to mm-hmm. go through our pockets and everything that we've got on us first, because I don't think he feels properly equipped right now. Okay, let's see. So anyone who's real excited about their inventory list, feel free to jump in. Uh, Sure. I still have a white agate and a weird bloodstone, and that's all my weird. That's all my weird <laughs> stuff. Um, my weird things are the um orange stone uh ring that makes me able to see, then makes me blind. See and I specifically. Have, um, I have ten magical books. I still have the uh the. Magic missile wand, which like with like seven, and I think that's about all I've got. That's it's weird. Oh, I thought of one thing that's hanging out at the brewery that we should really be very concerned about, given what we know slightly more about since we got it. There's a shit ton of that magic goo that we oh, yeah. learned is should not just hang out places. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Vaughn's put that in the safest containers he could find, but uh Sure, but so, what is the safest containers that Vaughn's can find? I'll yeah, take out it containers. Could, well, and it could still destabilize, so <laughs> old plastic. <laughs> yes, it's, it's in down. it's in uh, glass mostly. Glass that's a, also in a metal can. I also have a note that says magic dagger from HWF. And I'm trying to figure out what the hell that means. That's not the magic dagger from our side episode, right? Halloween? No, why? No, because I would. I don't think I used my my. I didn't make any notes during the Halloween episode. Um, hmm. From HWF. Is that that market okay. that we went to? Uh, what's his face? Oh, Jack. His what's oh, face? Oh yeah, I know. No, I only got books from that from from Jack. I got the daggers, but um, sure. Okay. Honest Jack's important. Magic dagger from HW. All right. So we have a true mystery dagger. Mm hmm. Which I'm hoping my brain will chot back into place at some point. Dagger of mystery. Hell yeah. Grix, what you got on you? Not much of of specific note. I've gotten rid of most of my stuff. Okay. Um, Now I got a water testing kit. I got a lot of mechanical (laughs) parts. I got my my big uh, mechanical device, and I got. potion of magic weapon that's it how are how's your gem collection doing real tiny Mm. oh oh my my crystals my crystals are i have a lot of crystals but those are useful for things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right vons i know you got some ingredients but oh vons has bunches of ingredients uh fungus samples wild uh, weird mushrooms mystery (laughs) fungus sample wispy mushrooms mystery fungus cephalopod guts roper guts magic goo um Water snake remains, remains of fire snake, uh, saffron, one jar. Uh, <laughs> I've also got living wreath bow pieces on here, two of which are living, which sounds too interesting not to leave in my ingredients. Also non-canonical. Yes, that's why they're in brackets. <laughs> are there ways to reach into non-canon and grab things? 
you may find out someday. <laughs> that's that's an Ian question. Thanks. And then if I've got we some get Gex's help, and only if we do him a very specific favor. Oh, I love that. Um, that sounds like a great one shot for someone else. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be just gonna be wit me and Adam doing a gex one shot. <laughs> And then I've got uh, the mystery scroll from the desk of Dr. Groves. Mm-hmm. At least I believe I'm the one who has that. I don't think I believe I've you are. Yes. Everyone um, else is kind of on fire. You're full literally of the only one who was awake. Oh, yeah, that's right. Alara just and took it. <laughs> Vaughn's just isn't curious about it at all. Um, Satchel from the tunnels that I never bothered to open on camera. Yep. And last time you looked for it, you could not find it. Shit. So yeah, we got a bunch so of items. Marking that as lost. Um, you can try to find it. <laughs> yeah, or maybe I'll run into it at some point in, in among my shit. Who knows? Uh, it'll turn up. Some books from the tunnels uh, that I can't remember what they were. Uh, I and think you just grabbed some like research books. Yeah, and uh, we never we never got into what I managed to grab. Yeah. Um. And then a chunk of desk. Of course. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you uh, you all have a list of stuff to start with. Um, because they keep getting forgotten, would you like to do research any of the following? The journals you found in the research lab where Ericene found a skeleton. The actual device you recovered from Dr. Groves' secret lab. The scroll from Dr. Groves' desk. Or any of the miscellaneous papers and such you may have picked up. From that area. So Vons doesn't actually feel like reading anything that doesn't directly pertain to the uh, the make stone squish okay. potion. So he's going to invite uh, Wealthy to help him out with that. Okay. Because Wealthy Wealthy likes books. Well, that's cool read. shit. Oh yeah. Wealthy reads all the time. Just need, need pictures. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Vaughn's mostly reads and, for that matter, writes in pictures. Mm-hmm. All right. So, study party. What are you all looking at first? What catches your interest, Wealthy? Um, probably the journals. I can sit down and read those. Cool. They are written in an old human language. Not one of the ones. One of the ones that became part of common, but did not actually you know, survive on its own as much. Basically, you don't speak it. Um, But if you make an intelligence check, (laughs) or if you happen to have um, read languages as a spell. I do not think so, but give me a second. So on a scale of like Latin to Greek to uh, Shakespearean English, are we looking at like... Ah, that's a net 20 for my intelligence check. That's the best kind of roll. So that's a 27. The level of distance is actually too Japanese, so this is good um, <laughs> from American English. So you go and you start reading through these journals by a doctor <laughs> whose name I've written down somewhere. I think it was Takahashi or Takashi, but basically she was a contemporary of Dr. Groves's and working in that lab. And a couple things were going on as far as she could tell. Basically, they were doing, you guys recognize the room with the big device that's described? And they were using it as a way to expose specimens of all sort. Um, everything listed is either 
plant matter or a non-sentient animal. And honestly, past the first several trials, the good doctor does not seem thrilled about the animal testing. (laughs) But basically, they were exposing these creatures to the same kind of magical, quote-unquote, radiation that is really prominent around, you know, for example, the giant pools of unstable magic. You met the, um, shit, what was our official name for them? Shark giraffes? No, this would be the cats. Oh, titty cats. Oh, there we go. Titty cats. Yeah, so like like the kind of stuff that ten- was going on in the tenant cats room and talking about how basically there's going to be a lot of exposure to this as part of the arcs, just generally speaking. And what does it do to people? Because we should know that because we kind of just threw this shit okay. together and launched. So Okay, then <laughs> what what becomes apparent is there's not nearly as much exposure to that as we thought there as as she indicated that there would be. Yeah, she's um in the in the journals she's worried about basically acute exposure and large amounts of it can either just lead to the death of the subject or to basically magical mutations. Um and one of the last entries is that she's really worried about these tenacat things that showed up in one of the experiments. <laughs> um, but yeah, and but she does make a lot of references to either um, power centers or the core itself in terms of like, this is where we really need to be careful and or we'll need to find a way to build shielding around these or people are probably screwed. Basically, they discovered that any amount over a, really lo- over a long period of time was harmful. Unless it was very, very low levels. And they weren't even sure, like, can you be on the mountain anywhere and not get not be catching at least some of this to the point that it could be low-level harmful? Okay. Well, that doesn't bode well for those of us who have been essentially swimming in the shit. Yeah. Um, it also notes that she has a suspicion that the... She states pretty plainly she's not super sure... Or it's clear from her notes that she's not super sure how that machine, the giant machine you found, works completely. But she had a suspicion that Dr. Groves was not using it for the same purpose that she was, even though that was its stated purpose. But she was not the highest ranking scientist on the project, and towards the end especially of her notes is getting pretty frustrated, is getting clearly pretty frustrated in her journals about clearly being locked out of the loop on something. But no matter who she asked, she couldn't really find out what... So that's that set of journals. Okay. Let me look at at the at the other papers that we found. Okay. I believe we've done some of these before. Um, a lot of it were Gross's notes uh, describing the machine and how it worked. The thing I think you did find that wasn't gone over yet was Grix grabbed like all the loose papers that were in that little secret lab. Yeah. And it, and it turns yep. out Dr. Takashi was right. Hmm. Uh, so... This thing could dump, basically, you know, sample magical radiation onto things. It had a reverse mode <laughs> where it was taking things out of them, uh, oh. up to and including probably souls. <laughs> mm. Oh, jeez! Or experimenting. The, the 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 soul gets mentioned several times in varying capacities, including including um, with that natural twenty. We'll just keep rolling with that. Uh, the energy potential. Like, you know, what are these like worth compared to magical radiation? Thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, gross, but all right. Um, okay, so we should we should be very careful about the uh, damn thing. The machine. Duh. 
Do you think? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't stand next to the vacuum hopper when you're uh, turning it on. <laughs> don't let Steve Buscemi get too close to you. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, um, geez. So are these people? Is Magic Goo people? So there's no mention of the Magic Goo itself, really. At least not in the same way. Like it's, um, I think they were. I think it does state they were creating it, but like in limited quantities. And that was in Takashi's notes and appeared to just be basically, hey, people who know magic, can you cast into this suspension, me- you know, suspension medium and or uh, basically running the um, running some conduits into various things to hmm. create, you know, simulated effects of, hey, this is what it's like to stand next to one of the big supplemental power core things like the one you guys found that had all the... Uh, all the problems and all the oh. magic bolts coming off it, things like that. So this still doesn't explain the goo, then. No. God damn it, Bonds. How's your goo experiments going? Well, that was part of why he was constructing a centrifuge. centrifuge. So um, I believe he did finish. Maybe did we? Yeah, we did. Oh, we did. We definitely yeah. did. No, okay. no, no, that was done. Okay, so you have your centrifuge. You could roll an intelligence check to do thorough goo testing. Yes, let's do thorough goo testing. It's going to spin that goo. Say, Grixon Vons, what does your uh, fantasy centrifuge look like? Can uh, Grixon Vons team up on this investigation? They can. Okay. Uh, So a while back, I I shared uh, with all the players and and, uh, uh, everyone in this um, a a handmade centrifuge uh, out of string where you basically wind wind up a test tube. Uh, and then, then let it spin. Yeah, it's like little spinning disc things. Yeah, it's would... like those spinning disc uh, animation things. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's like that, but but maybe a little bit bigger and fancier, and maybe like pedal power, like automatic, like like a sewing machine pedal. Yeah, like you wind it up. Then... Yeah, yeah. All right. So you can spin things one mm-hmm. large vial at a time. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't wouldn't we want two to balance it out? Or I figured it was centered. I believe in the example that which showed us it's a uh, it's centered ah. between two suspension points yeah okie dokie because it's spinning around the spinning like vertically around the string no oh. not spinning in a circle yeah I'll, I'll find it again and share it weird okay well weird and neat anyway um i rolled a 16 is this a intelligence check or a... yep and include okay. your level please then the level would the level and that would put it up to 21 i think all right and then Grix, did you want a supplement here? I'd love to. Fourteen. All right. Between the two of you, Vons with your twenty-one, you manage to basically do anything you like with this magic goop in terms of determining its properties. And then you, Grix, I imagine you work together in part because you have a lot of understanding of the magical crystals that the city uses for various things. Mm-hmm. As far as all of you can tell, it is not. It could not be recompressed back into the crystal. And it is wobbly at best if it is actually the crystal itself. But something happens to the giant crystal core in that room that both destroyed it, either via just plain destruction or possibly it basically melted. Yeah. Um, And it turned into this goo, but not in a controlled fashion that appears to just be um, it's wild magic that has kept some shape to it. I'm confused because i swear i specifically pursued that line of reasoning before and you said that that i said that you could not make it this 
stuff. Okay. The crystals weren't made into it and you couldn't make it out of the crystals. It's basically what? Then I don't I'm confused. It's not a controlled process and it's not oh, something okay. you can do intentionally. Right. It I, was a, like a once so in a lifetime you, meltdown, essentially. You can't meaning I can't. Yes. So. Not you can't as in it is impossible to do so. No, nah, it uh it appeared uh, to be basically sorry. Semantics. Yeah, no, it's yep. all good. But yeah, it is uh it is as far as all of you know impossible to make it create the shape again. And usually when the crystals break, they just shoot out bolts or shatter and explode. Um it retaining this much form is extremely strange. And as far as you all can tell, and I think with Wealthy's help too, and Vaughn's, I think you'd really recognize this. It's more something happened to kind of use the crystal as a medium. Are we able to separate goo, anything but... out from in the centrifuge? Like, is there anything non-crystal that we can make use of? I'm going to say or... it's all a pretty uniform goop. Oh, really? So okay. um, it's so actually doesn't... completely uniform, which is part of why it's okay. weird. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, things don't actually separate. And you're like, hey, is my centrifuge broken? And you try other stuff and that all separates. So, oh, man. So I wonder if Kirill and um, uh, um, uh, 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 Lenny... Lenny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder if Kirill and Lane can inhabit the goo. Like, oh, Pull some could... Alex Mack shit. Oh, they, uh, uh, well, I was thinking uh, T2000. That is the cooler option, despite its lack of flail. <laughs> yeah, maybe you could try it. Oh, I'm definitely uh, going to try that. It is still very, very magic radioactive. <laughs> can the goo be dissolved? be diluted or uh, can it dissolve pretty much everything you try to mix it with it's like oil and water huh you can break it apart of it but not actually get it to mix for any length of time okay if this works and grix ever dies i want to come back as a radioactive uh liquid crystal ghost that's 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 pretty sweet i feel like that would be a real culmination of a lot of shit in this podcast honestly Uh (laughs) okay here's how we save the arcs Everyone gets turned into liquid crystal ghosts. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to do that. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really don't want to do that. So we separated to two classes, the liquid crystal ghosts and the caretakers. <laughs> it's got dark. Carry on. Say, is that a reference to something specific just because it's so close to enough stuff I know in my brain is. Oh, well, it's just like every, every like sci-fi thing where there's like, you know, oh, uh, the people got put into cryo sleep. That there's the cryo sleep people on the caretakers. and then the crew who yeah took the long way into the future yeah. to yeah. steal from TV tropes. Yeah, exactly. um, you could do that. It sounds like Erisine would uh, would like I to not. I don't want to do that. <laughs> no, but I, uh, I I'm definitely putting Kirill, uh and Orlane into um, the goo if they can. Okay, if either of them is interested to it, like I'm not going to force them, but yeah, both of them seem. Mm-hmm at least moderately interested uh-huh. if you can give them an assurance they ask can you try a different crystal of the same kind as theirs to make sure it doesn't just dissolve or something <laughs> well wait what um they, they were hoping that you could use because these crystals are at least very similar to like the control crystals and like power crystals you use they're asking you to just dunk one of those in the stuff first make sure it doesn't oh, like, sure, explode sure. I, I thought that we were just suggesting that the the ghosts like Try to go Transfer. into the, just try to like but I guess go into I, the goo. Yeah, like, do they have ah. to touch? They have to touch. Yeah. 
That would be a trickier proposition. Um, okay. Definitely. If you wanted to do a full-on soul transfer, you actually have more of the gear than you would think, but or know but where some is. But talk. I'm conf- I'm so confused. Uh, I thought the that thing, they could move from crystal to crystal, not of their own accord. Okay. Yeah, they're uh they're stuck there until I see. magic pulls them out. I see. Mine Apparently sick. not goo magic. Yeah. So the goo magic is unfocused. So if they could find a way to control it, they could potentially do the whole you know T. 2000 thing yeah but they would need to figure out a way to do it otherwise you're just dumping them in a bunch of unpredictable magical effects yeah no that doesn't sound good i'm not doing that um i misunderstood what the nature of their crystal stuff was uh it's a storage medium i'll I'll start to research the soul transfer then okay figure out how to do that make your own intelligence check then sweet there's my dice bummer 10 you think you need Wealthy's help for this. Probably. Oh, joy. Wealthy. Wealthy, I want to do science experiments against the nature of man and God. <laughs> you know, it's our Wednesday thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's not uncommon for us, so... <sighs> All right. What are we trying to do? You are trying to... Or at least Grix is trying to figure out how to transfer souls around. If I okay. understood correctly. Uh, just researching how to transfer a ghost from crystal to goo. Mm. Ah, it's novel research. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yay. I get it. We're trying to do that. What What exactly? I'm sorry. I have. I, yeah. I've, I've uh, I'm trying to research lot. this. <laughs> sure. No problem. Uh, I'm trying to research this to see what's up and if this is something that we can do. And uh, I, I'm hitting a bit of a brick wall. So. Because you don't have the... Okay. All right. Um, so I need research and uh, and, and experimentation so, skills. So um, I'm probably done with the... Re- pretty pretty well done with the research on the um, uh, notebooks and the journal entries. Yeah, and this, this is probably... That- that fits well into what he's uh, what Grix is asking me to do. So I'm going to go so. spend some time at the library again, sitting on my butt because I don't have a leg and um, uh, researching what I can do, how you would get a soul into the goo and reverse engineering a way to get the soul out of the goo. All right. Make an intelligence check. Cause that's always a good idea. Always and forever. That is 23. Well, shit. On a prime. Yeah. Wow. So you dig around and you find out about the spell. This is not for goop specifically, but it's on, it would be something to start with. Uh, it's a spell called Trap the Soul, hmm. which both wizards and illusionists can cast. Hmm. It is a level eight spell. Oh. You'd also need to find a copy, which is honestly the trickier part. <laughs> then getting to level eight or getting to level 15. Yeah, I mean, because I take cash, credit, Venmo, checks. <laughs> <laughs> Dollar per experience point, please. <laughs> yeah, so you find the spell Trap the Soul. It is extremely high level. And finding a copy is even harder. Wealthy, the university does not forbid access to many things. This is one of them. <laughs> but soul, soul, move, soul magic is one of them. I can understand that. Um, is there anything I need to do uh, to make... Is there any way that I can get uh, some kind of dispensation? So you can go, you can dig around um, and like ask basically the dean or some other really high up person. 
Oh, Professor. Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> That's yeah. why you should go get Professor Jenkins. Like, <laughs> sign this slip. Bye. <laughs> um, however, you've been digging through all of Groves's notes and whatnot, and you notice something as part of that intelligence check. Vaughn's just kind of tossed this to the side because reading is hard. There's that scroll. And when you take just a little peek, now that it no longer explodes at you, it is a scroll of Trap the Soul. No! No! Which you oh. can copy off of. It will destroy the scroll, Wild but you'll have it in your spellbook. How long will it take me to put, put it in my spellbook, and how much will it cost? Uh, you need to be able to cast it first. Oh, yeah, and yeah, 800 gold? No, not 800. Uh, 800 gold and 800. Oh my god. That, Isn't that that's... from scratch, not from a... I believe that is copying, period. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Or if you, uh, when you hit the point, you can cast level eight spells. You can choose it as your spell that you get when you level up. <laughs> Which I think still requires you to spend the time, but not the money. Mm-hmm. But we you do have to ignore eat. that particular rule. Sorry, what would? You do have to eat the scroll. It's true. It's the only way. Got to no, kind of lick, lick it onto the spell box. Oh, God. All right. Um, and just so you guys have an idea of how tough this is, as far as the spell itself, once you can even cast it. And this is admittedly a variation, um, but the spell forces or convinces a creature's material body and life force to enter into an extra dimensional space within a gem worth at least 1000 GP per level or hit die of the creature trapped. The gem holds the trapped entity indefinitely or until the gem is broken and the life force is released, which allows the material body to reform. I'm going to put a note here, assuming they bothered to put the material body in there as well, which from your reading of it is not guaranteed. Put so, the body into where? Um, the body could also go into the extra-dimensional space in the gem. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. But pretty much every note you have of Groves is just like, what? why would I care about that? <laughs> um, so yeah. And then if the trapped creature is a powerful creature from another plane, it can be required to perform a service immediately upon being freed. The genie claws. Uh-huh. And otherwise, the creature can go free once the gem imprisoning it is broken. And it can be triggered in one of two ways. Um, you can cast a spell and the creature gets a save. Or you can have a trigger object that is inscribed with the final spell word, <laughs> and that will automatically put the creature's soul into the trap. But you need both the creature's true name and the trigger object must be inscribed. The creature's true name and the trigger word must be inscribed on the trigger object when the gem is enchanted. Okay. Hmm. Am I also reading from this that if I break the crystals that Kirill and uh, uh, Blaine are in, uh, they'll, they'll go free? Uh, their uh, souls could also would be, be a, released. Yeah, that could be a horrifying fate, depending. Yeah, it could be anything from just there's a ghost running around to potentially uh, destroying the soul. Period. To yeah, oops, only half my body was in here. Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share all of this with both of them because I feel like they should know about their, you know, the particulars of their uh, 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 post life. Um, yeah, uh, Lane goes real quiet when you explain that. I mean, even for her. Um, yeah, and just has a moment where she's like, I think I remember that happening. God, I, I'm sorry that I frequently misgender lane. Uh, I can only ever picture Nathan lane, <laughs> uh, which is a different everything. <laughs> Very true. But, uh, she says that she thinks she can remember that happening. The, uh, the trapping, not the release. Hmm. Do you know a Dr. Graves? Groves? Grooves? Groovy? No, um, was Dr. Groves, like, on here? Yeah. I think it was before then. I think we were heading here. Okay. And something happened. Interesting. Do you know any very old elves? Did you know any very old elves? 
that w- was there an elf problem at the time? They wouldn't have been very old at the time. Did you know any middle-aged elves? Uh, no, I think I was traveling with some other humans, mostly. Hot melfs in your area. <laughs> nope. Melfs. <laughs> oh, God. So bad. <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, what, do you, what would you call a mature elf? A melf. God. <laughs> rolls off the tongue. How could we have missed that? Truly, we are the monsters here. <laughs> but yeah, so Lane vaguely remembers and that happening, but not too much in the context of it. And unfortunately, she just rolled a three on her int check to remember. So yeah, it's fine. Try, try again later. Yeah. Y- yeah y- anyway, but I share all this information just about yeah. like, you know, the crystals and what could happen. And I potentially could yeah. transfer them to another space or. Yeah. Curilla. I don't know. Maybe if I, maybe if I suck a soul out of a body and then, uh, break a crystal on the body, the soul could go into the body that was just desold. Kirill is a, uh, into this idea is too strong a word, but finds it interesting. <laughs> wow. Wow. That really sounds like so much like necromancy for, 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 uh, for a kobold. Yeah, of, life's an uh, illusion. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Great. Hey, I can cure people. What's That's true. Bringing someone back from the dead is one step beyond curing them. So like, yeah, from what I understand, canonically yeah. in Castle of the Crusades, illusionist power is not casting magic. It's telling reality to go fuck itself. Uh-huh. And that bear thing is true. Thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you know about that now. That also jives with the uh, the use of the machine by Dr. Groves that you've pieced together. Or yeah. Or parts of it. So what can I use that? Can I use that for anything? The machine itself? It, yeah. Um, all right. So you had two is parts a of the machine. machine? So the big thing with the like specimen case that's down in that lab in the yeah. big room, uh, you think from flipping through the various notes and diagrams and stuff, you think that does the actual soul sucking. You think the thing you brought back up with you is the thing that roots stuff into the crystal for mm. entrapment. So because um, based on what you read of Takashi's stuff, it's basically um, doing the... Uh, Sucking out the soul part was not a, not an obvious feature of the machine. She didn't even know about it, and uh, basically all the the actually getting the soul into something appears to be, have been tucked away in Groves' secret space. Uh, so to misquote Mel Brooks, that's what changes the Mega Maid from suck to blow. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, great job. Thanks. Thanks. Spaceballs. Yeah, just took me a second. It's been a long time. But yeah, so you know about that. Um, you also think with that machine, you might be able to do this sort of spell without being high enough level. Ooh. If you can figure out how to use the machine and make sure it's actually working. Okay. So I just need a couple people with souls who are, you know, meh. What do we really <laughs> need those for? Hey, Aristide, come in this glass box. <laughs> hmm. Well. I think of other people you would essentially throw into a wood chipper. <laughs> I don't think Greeks would wood chipper anybody. Yeah. Greeks has more class than that. Yeah. But yeah, so kind of got all that bit sorted. Um, Greeks. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh, make your own intelligence check just because you're reading through all of Groves' stuff now, I would argue. Like Wealthy gave it a pass. Now you're yeah. giving it a go. Hey, that was really good. Uh, f- 16. 16? Uh-huh. Yes, 16. One six. Yeah. Um, you get stuck on the fact that so there's a little bit of talk about souls having essentially potential energy and if that can be released. And there are measurements. 
So uh, they got at least somewhere with trying that out. I see. Is our whole mountain flying on ghosts? Like, is ghosts just what powers the mountain being up and everyone was murdered and that's... You know, I swear, we, we thought, thought of we this brought before. that up before. Yeah, but it's seeming increasingly likely. Yeah, it really is seeming just ever, ever increasingly likely. Getting some real Harrow the Night vibes here. Too bad I don't think our uh, beloved Castle Keeper has actually no. read that series yet. Which series is it? The Lock Tomb. Tomb. Gideon the Ninth, Harrow the Ninth, mm. Electo, or uh, uh, None of the Ninth. Indeed, I have not read it. So good. So highly recommend. Yeah, oh I've my heard God. nothing about good things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't explain what I, we just talked about because it's a massive spoiler. <laughs> also, to my author friend Joe, if you ever listen to this, I am sorry that I have not read it yet. I know you like it a lot. That's the person who I just heard about it a bazillion sure. times from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, Joe is cool. So, hi, Joe. Yay. So, um, yeah, you've got that bit of information. You also theoretically have some people who are old enough to know the answer. Um, but yeah, so you've got that bit. Pop, pop. Are we flying on a genocide? <laughs> <laughs> Mima, you can tell us. You can tell good, good boy Grix. <laughs> Look at that face. You can trust that face. But all right, so you got that. That's kind of what you're getting out of all those lab books. Um, yeah, radiation I bad for you. <laughs> feel very uncomfortable. Besides just the radiation. Grix feels uncomfortable, or did I like make Wit sad? Ah, uh, no, Grix feels uncomfortable. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of uh, a lot of sketchy shit. Uh-huh. So that's yeah. most of the stuff you found in Groves's lab puzzled out. Um, you do note that a lot of Groves's books appear to be missing. Like, there's references in his notes to journals that are labeled by volume, and you have zero of them. Jack, yeah. did Jack keep them? Should I go oh. back and? Did you go track down Jack? I don't know. Do I have? Am, am I? Am I thinking that that's possible or likely? It's the best person you could think of. All right, I'm gonna go track down Jack. All right, Jack's Emporium. Good old honest Jack's Subterranean Emporium. Uh-huh. <laughs> I guess it's sub subterranean. Anyway, yeah, he's there. Open every night at eight thirty p.m. What's new, Jack? Castlekeeper forgot his voice. Yeah, I don't remember Jack's voice at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was mild. Yeah. Hey, Grix. <laughs> it wasn't that. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Um, <laughs> hey, Grix, what's up? Uh, hey, uh, uh, it's good to see you. Uh, listen, uh, uh, looking for some more books. I, you know, I was going through the journals that I bought from you, and uh, like the numbered order, just it's out of sync. Uh, you don't have any kid more kicking around here, do you? Uh, give me a second. Goes goes in the back. You can see him. He's browsing through his shelves. Mm-hmm. Comes back and goes. No. Um. I mean, it was all kind of burned when I saw it, but I remember there were gaps on the shelves. Mm. Even in the back area where it was all locked up and the... Yeah, uh, or rather, I didn't see any in there, but oh, okay, okay. if you're missing books, I would guess the ones off the shelves are probably what uh, went missing. Biscuit. Yeah. All right. Um, Going to try to track them down? I think so. Got any leads? Anyone else? Uh, who, who, are, who are the top three scavengers besides you, of course? Uh, hi there. <laughs> Vons. <laughs> yeah. Vons doesn't steal reading material, I don't think. Um, not deliberately. I mean, not unless there's, I mean, that's not the key. That's not the primary. <laughs> you wouldn't walk into a room with a ton of stuff and take the notebooks first. Oh, no, that's like last pick. Yeah. Yeah. So who are the other three top scavengers? And well, Castlekeeper doesn't have to 
come up with them. I can make a roll, or dude can make a roll, or... Yeah, um, he thinks about it a bit, and says... Sorry, I want to come up with a really good name for this last one. Squirlo. No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're great. I hate that you made me do this. Um, <laughs> Alright, so... We got the three other scavengers that are very, very good and might traffic in this sort of thing. Uh-huh. We've got Jill. Jill? Mm-hmm. J-I-L-L. Uh-huh. We've got Frankie. Uh-huh. And we have Squirrelello. Or Squirrelello. Mm. There we go. <laughs> Who's never actually been seen. Mm. But has a very distinctive symbol. Uh-huh. It's an acorn. It's so rare that you hear the name Frankie on its own without, like, a nickname involving an odd number of fingers. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I definitely resisted putting an epithet, you know. <laughs> Frankie the Sharp. <laughs> but all right. So that would be who he would recommend you check with about getting those journals tracked down. Okay. I will work on that then. So don't suppose you saw any symbols around that lab area anywhere? Other people marking the space. I thought only yours, but uh, I do a memory check. Uh, those were the only ones you saw. Okay. Well, that make it a little harder, but um, you got to talk to the right people. Because, okay. uh, I mean, Squirrello is... God damn it. Squirrello. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, basically impossible to track down. Even Jill and Frankie are picky about who they talk to, you know? Sure. Yeah, no problem. All right, Adam. They got to do business some way. I mean, I'd try to find like a friend of a friend, and fortunately, yeah. I don't think I count. Okay. All right. Well, I'll try to track him down. See what I can do. Thanks. Good luck. Yeah. All right. So that's kind of all your your Groves' lab stuff. Um, wealthy, do you want to do anything with the old Jenkins situation? Well, I'm in the library researching anyway. So, um, can I find anything about Alandro? Start looking for for stuff about Alandro. Yeah, roll an intelligence check. Add a d6 because you've been researching a land drill for a hot minute at this point. That is 2126. All right. You basically find some encyclopedia entries that don't tell you anything you didn't already know. Um, you do find a couple of atlases that were uh, spared from the great atlas catastrophe of 257 <laughs> post-launch, which none of the librarians, even include, especially the ones who were there, like to talk about. And then you also find some books that are Kind of, sort of, what, um, or they, they're, they, they actually do not overlap with what is in Erisene's grandfather's library. So, are you looking for anything in particular? Well, I'm looking for, um, a really good idea of where Elandril really is on the surface. Cause last time I seem to remember we were having a problem figuring out exactly where we would go to find Elandril. No, you figured it out. Um, okay. You didn't have super specifics about like where in this coastal area, but he was okay. Yeah, the map okay. just wasn't fine grained enough. Um, okay, how fine grained are the maps that I'm finding now? Uh, if you keep digging, um, I think because you remember because Erisine's grandfather had developed that developed a pretty good map. Um, in one of the kind of encyclopedia or one of the like general surveys, you find a map that is just of that region. And so gets substantially more specific. Okay. So in theory, if I took this back, we could do a scrying spell that would maybe allow us to zero in on Jenkins a little bit more. Yep. You could probably get to the point where you could be in sight of it. Okay. Um, and we don't really actually need 
um, Faramith. We just need. I I can do this grind spell with with like yeah. May and um. Yep. A- I'm sorry. What did you call him? Faramith. Fry. That's his magnetic fry me. form. God fry damn it, fry me! <laughs> I was like, wow, you're trying to make him like way more of a hero than he actually is. But he will die defending a wall. Uh, um, I'm remembering the wrong character. Ignore me while I go walk into the sea. <laughs> um. So, um, can I take the book, the the map with me out? Or are they restricted books? Uh, make a charisma check. And add a d6 because you're dealing with people who know and like you. 16, 21. Um, what if my charisma? My charisma is zero. So 21. Well, okay, we're going to need you to sign this. And we're going to need you to leave something of value as collateral. But <laughs> yeah, we, we can let you do that. Okay. Just bring it back in one piece, okay? Definitely. So I'll take it home to Grix. I'll call May in, and when we're all together, we'll go ahead and do a scrying spell and see whether or not we can n- narrow down Professor Jenkins. Okay. Yeah. May shows up. May okay. looks disheveled. <laughs> May looks disheveled. Yep. What's going on? I just got off sleeping for like an entire day. Oh, was it <laughs> was was the was was the lockdown rough? Just gives you this look. It was a fucking week! <laughs> Asshole! <laughs> it was a week! The, the, look, on. The, the look that friends can only give other friends, which is like a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> what, she, she couldn't take a nap? You guys don't get, you know, like, have spells where you can you can go in and, and, and at least, you know, have a little downtime? I mean, we do, but it's still... You know, twelve to sixteen hour shifts. Need a, an extra temporal break room. Apparently, they tried building one of those. Never worked. It might be impossible. They weren't really sure. The guy All got right. stabbed so, by a corrupted creature, so research kind of fell fell off. Um. So, do you think you can? You know, do you do you have the wherewithal to be doing the spell with us? Oh yeah, for sure. I'm just gonna drink all of this tea. And now I'm good. Okay. <laughs> Cord of strong tea is good for what else? you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to run this scrying spell. All right. Everyone who's participating, which I think is currently Grix, Wealthy, uh-huh. and May. Right. That's enough um, people, isn't it? Or... Oh, definitely. Yeah. Especially okay. if you're just using one map. Okay. So making checks. 21. Bummer. 10. 11. Ooh. May clears 20 handily, so... The two successes and a relatively minor failure, you managed to get the scry spell to work. Although it occurs to me, how did you get the amethyst to do this? Um, I believe yeah. I have amethyst. Well, because you were using um. Aramis. Oh, oh, the, um, I thought oh. that Aramith just gave them that. Say, Aramith may have never asked for it back, so if you want to just have pocketed it. <laughs> Or you know, no, you accidentally you know swept it up you with the what? spell components and weren't thinking about it. Like, you know what? I went, I went to Frymeats and I asked him if I could borrow it until such time as I no longer needed to do scrying spells. It wasn't Frymeats. So you went to Aramith. I asked, went to Aramith and, and asked. I'm sorry. And she said, of course. So okay. Doesn't wear it off in any way. I just want to make sure that we all know the we actual don't. provenance. That Frymeath has terrible taste in jewelry. Okay, so. Yeah, you cast it. 
and the crystal swings back and forth and back and forth and then slowly settles on a coastal cliff that you believe that you could find pretty well. Not that any of you really have good orienteering skills. Because, you know, we live on a mountain. Yep, you live in one place with hallways. <laughs> there is no wild land for you to be venturing through. Um, the, the, the most you need to do is be like, oh, I'm facing this way on the you are here part of this map. <laughs> so, yeah, you think you could find it? You might need some help with the whole map reading bit. But, yeah, you think you could get there. Okay. So I think I know how to get there. Um, now we got to now. Now I look at Grix and I say, "Now I got to do is figure out how to get down there." Yeah, and survive, and yeah. and survive, and, and figure some, out why Je- why Professor Jenkins is down there surviving. And someone may have a shortcut. Hey, Vons. Um, gravity. Guess what I haven't rolled for in a while. Your wonderful dreams. Oh no! Oh, they're done. They're never done. My bad. And or I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. believe we, we rolled through all of the ones for the time skip. And then we just haven't worked with them again. One. Just going to do three. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Oh, uh, Fonz, you lucky son of a bitch. Oh, okay. Yeah, our uh, yeah. our adventures on that Halloween episode were. You, you mostly have um, you mostly have relatively quiet sleep for the first time in a while. Occasionally you do hear the ocean, but it's far away. And retreats. Cool. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I actually rolled for the entire lockdown, but whatever. <laughs> I, 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 I can't. Ki- I can't kill you every day. So yeah, so you feel a little better. You've actually slept for the first time in a while. But okay, so my attempt to torture Vons has failed. But yeah, so you know roughly where Jenkins would be, so you could pick that bit back up. Um, do you happen to share this with purity? Yes. Okay. Yes, we do. Say so she will. She adds it to her folder <laughs> of stuff that Bartholomew was helping her with. Um, cool. So we've addressed that bundle of stuff, I think. What do you guys want to do now about the Jenkins thing? God, I don't know. <sighs> Just go down. What could go wrong? You guys killed like That's three That's what I'm most things. tempted to do. We could all get shadow corrupted. But what if you didn't? And <laughs> you found the thing you were looking for. Or what if we got TPK'd in like the first 15 minutes? Like, well, look, we need, we just need some stuff. We gotta, we gotta do this smart. We need like, uh, like some, uh, you know, good camouflage suits and like, uh, some gorp. Yeah, we definitely some gorp. gorp. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, we go slow and, um, yeah, yeah, I think we could do it. Maybe like some environmental suits if we got something like that, that could, uh, you've never you seen know. those, but I think you, I think you've seen a vague reference to them. Sure. And you understand the concept, and I think if if push, you could make one eventually. Oh, but yeah, it sounds like another. Or, or you uh, could ask Cog. Thing. Cog might know where one is, you know, stored away. Sure. Okay. Um, I think we should go look for Professor Jenkins. I think that that seems like the next thing. I tend to agree. Maybe we can hire a wizard to teleport us directly or close to directly. Save yeah, you could try that. Tracking. Yeah, you can probably find a high enough level wizard if you try. I'm curious. You've all been doing a lot of research. Have you told any of this to Erisine or like the people involved in the bridge club? What? Yeah, we're doing it right now. Well, you didn't say that you were doing that. Well, suddenly at a cafe, <laughs> Erisine has now heard the last 20 minutes of the podcast. <laughs> Great. I mean, I think Erisine would be like, I, I 
think that that's like a really scary and dangerous thing. And I think that we would need a whole lot more help than we currently have in order to get that done. Like, do you have favors you can pull to get like, you know, to get us like suited up for going down there? I mean, I just don't. Yeah, understand. sure. <laughs> That's true confidence. Okay. I guess we should go down then. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, yeah. All right. Make a list, split up, acquire parts. Vons, how are you feeling? Oh, Vons is very excited to be back in his lab, and he's got this uh, stone shapey potion. I imagine he's whipping up his first batch. Yeah. How, how do you feel but about also, this? Also, these bats this... want you to go to the ground with them. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. It's just a terrible, terrible idea. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible idea. Stop that idea. Bad, bad idea. It's, that's where the, the horror is. It's like just extra corrupt. The last time we dealt with corruption, it, it did not go good. It did not go good. That's the, even the bunnies are evil. How, how are, how are you feeling about going to the surface? Don't, well, will not, well, no. Well, wealthy, wealthy, how are you feeling about going to the surface? Wealthy doesn't like it either. I'm sure wealthy doesn't like it either. Bad idea. <laughs> well, I can think of other things I'd rather be doing, but in order to find Professor Jenkins and figure out what's going on, either either Professor Jenkins is down there and he doesn't want to be down there and he's been kidnapped and he's being held for nefarious purposes, or else he's down there for nefarious purposes all on his own. I cannot think of anything. And if he's not down there, for nefarious purposes, either on his own or because he's been kidnapped, then I really want to know why he's down there. Quick question. What's the status of wealthy being able to wander mm. unassisted? You are probably, now that the lockdown is lifted, you can get a pretty basic um, prosthetic. Like it's not going to be magically motorized. It's not going to have like full range of movement. So you'll be, you'll be moving relatively slowly like you'll have to walk most pretty much all of it um but you will be able to move around fairly comfortably you know it's you'll need a while thing. to get used to it but beaches are no friend to uh people who are semi-ambulatory yeah it's a it's pretty much just your standard issue like stiff artificial leg um especially because you still have your knee so no ankle mobility is the big thing um i think that if we really want to actually like make a an attempt to go down to the surface, we should try to get help from as many of our friends as we can. Like, not just material help, but like anyone who wants to go on a crazy adventure. I bet Alara wants to go. So who do you try to recruit? Or do you want us to find out what your equipment possibilities and stuff are first? I think it would be good to find out the equipment possibilities. Yeah. And Here's, then uh, in basically just like send out a general call to everyone we know <laughs> here's a yeah. thought what if we go down there equipped with a means of curing the corruption yeah i mean that should yeah well okay, i'm Reed sure Richards, you gonna do that in like a day yeah i mean <laughs> oh, no, it's been, we've been up here 500 years i'm sure somebody's been trying to figure this out and hasn't come up with an answer yet or maybe they've come close and they just need somebody smarter like yourself to help us uh, to, you know, to, to get us over that last bit. I've got a centrifuge now. That's all you need for any research. Chemical, okay. sociological, 
<laughs> it's a well, start. I mean, I have asked my grandfather, like, what has been done? And he basically said, like, oh, yeah, we tried and we couldn't figure it out. So that sounds like a wiener answer for wieners. I love this side of Vaughn so much. <laughs> well, okay. Ericene's still pretty butthurt at Vaughn, so I don't think she's going to acknowledge that. <laughs> Well, Vons is firmly on team Cure the Corruption. Uh-huh. Okay. So let's see. We've got want to find gear. Or at least, at least research and corruption it. cure. Uh-huh. Uh, or like if there's stuff we can do down there to like that could be a benefit. We haven't even tried spraying corruption with ooze yet. Or with uh, hmm. uh peppermint sour beer. <laughs> or that. <laughs> Which is non-canonical the- canonical. It both sprays through the corruption and kills Oh, the peppermint it sour beer is canonical. <laughs> we can, the we the can rest of that episode is not. I'm certain we could load it into a cannon. That's what you got your launcher for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just got a pint glass adapter <laughs> to shove it all in there. Um, Vons has an idea. Lay it on. Well, what, 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 what if, what if, what if we talk to Corva and them homies? And we're all like, so tell us where about what you know about corruption things. And uh, we start um, experimenting with fallen or felled uh, corrupted things. We were specifically fight. not allowed to do that. But have we tried spraying it at a distance? So you'd want to not necessarily take samples, but try different things on them. Bingo. You could talk to them about that, yeah. Like, after the storm is over. There's probably a bunch of dead stuff out there. Yeah, once the sunlight hits it, it mostly goes away, though. Ah, so sunlight's got something to do with it. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Sorry if I didn't make this clear. Um, sunlight destroys the corruption. That's why they they wait for the storms. Uh-huh. Maybe um, there's a way for us to fight this after all. Maybe uh, maybe you could review what is actually canonically known about the uh, corruption on, like, a a basic level. Yeah, because we may have like forgotten important details. You mean you can't just instantly rewind in your head to the episode where Wealthy asked about it? Um, no. So the corruption is, you know, basically sh- shadows that cover the creature and fall off in like smoke. It is the creatures themselves appear to be destroyed by sunlight in fairly short order. Starlight and moonlight do not have the same level of effect, although they will often basically cascade sparks off themselves. So it's pretty easy to see them coming. Think like a constant fairy fire effect if we're doing mechanics. The um, As far as a creature getting corrupted, you have learned that it needs to be... A, corruption, a corrupted creature needs to be present at the moment of death of the other creature for the corruption to spread. The theory that... don't remember if her name was Raina or not. Um, so the, the ranger you met who does a bunch of the... Um, is one of the leaders for the Guardians basically saying it seems to be like right before they die, um, but she isn't sure, and they usually aren't in too much of an ability to ask. Like, it's kind of hard to do studies during battle. <laughs> How dead do you feel right now, on a scale of 0 to 10? Um, and I really wanted to make a statistics joke, and I don't have one. That's that's a real bummer. So, yeah, um, corrupted creatures themselves, they will fight very hard. They do not appear to... They do die. Like, if you decapitate one, that's it for it so they can't be defeated um it's more of an issue of a they seem about as strong and tough as you can get for whatever they've corrupted in the first place 
and they do not have any care for individual lives as far as anyone can tell. Like, they will run themselves up your sword to be able to get you with theirs. And that often can kill them, or they'll die shortly thereafter, but they'll still do it. And there's, like, no hesitation that anyone's ever noticed. Bringing stuff inside the city is not great and not approved of. Uh-huh. Um, from what you guys know, from I think Wealthy did some straight-up book research on this, too, at some point. And if not, we can just say you guys are doing it now. Um yeah, studies were done. Studying it was abandoned past a certain point. It was really dangerous capturing anything, and they were just getting nowhere. And you kind of had to read between the lines, but you suspect there were either a couple of incidents of it escaping or a couple incidents of it nearly escaping that got everyone fearful of continuing the idea. That doesn't mean it's not possible to bring it up again, though. So bringing corrupted stuff into the fortress wouldn't absolutely corrupt anything unless something died near by when it was there yeah pretty much um the corrupted stuff if it's not attached to a living is a strong word but like if it's feathers from a giant bird for example that was corrupted uh-huh i think those also just don't last very long uh-huh. like they either just revert to normal or they just basically crumble to dust hmm. okay and uh the corruption does not survive sunlight correct and if the thing uh hmm is the corruption effectively a spell or an enchantment or is it something else they don't know um the spell magic does not work to get rid of it dispel magic does not twice. okay yeah they they know it's magic like if you cast you know see magic or read yeah yes that one whatever um detect magic they do read as magical but it doesn't appear to be a type of magic that anyone super knows about and when they have examined, you know, dead creatures as much as they can, there doesn't appear to be like, they're not all wearing the same bracelet. They don't all have the same tattoo. Like there's not anything like that. That would be the normal indicator of like an enchantment, you know, permanent one that was laid into something or put on a creature. Okay. So there's like some biological element to it or. Yeah, that would be your best guess. Um, and that was their best guess too. They, they likened it to an illness, but what, um... they were guessing. Have they ever figured out um, if, like, artificial sunlight does anything? So, the only artificial sunlight you guys have access to is the spell, and yes. Um, the bottom tip of the Mountain of the Arcs, for magic reasons, and also just for defense reasons, actually basically constantly casts a pretty intense low-level sunlight spell. You guys just don't notice it because you're so far above it and mm-hmm. overhanging it. Sure. But it, it was noted that corrupted creatures, if they went towards that you know enchanted stone crystal whatever like would burst into flame and die huh. handy but those uh is vons able to um make any kind of artificial sunlight spell vons is able to make a spell called hold on i'm looking for it uh he also has access to making a spell called um daylight Hold on, I'm looking for it. I still have to research further. But Daylight says darkness doesn't work. 20-foot radius cancels darkness. And it's a 10 gold point. At the time, it was jar-sized. It's probably a little smaller now. Let's see. Because we're talking above level 4. Okay, so um, the spell Daylight, which is the inverse of the spell Darkness, its light is as bright as full daylight. 
give me a second to see if there is a sun specific one because at least often in these games like there's the light spell which is pretty much that one or it's um and then it's like if you want to kill a vampire you can't just use that and hey here it is it's called sunburst mm-hmm. it's a level eight druid spell or a level eight illusionist spell bugger it uh... is an extremely sorry let me read things instead of just guessing um so you could probably make a lighter duty version of this or find a way around the issue. Okay, so like a version of Daylight that's... Or a version of Sunburst that is more possible for you to do. Sure. Um, much like how a wealthy scrying spell has a lot of restrictions compared to the original. I bet I could brew free. with it. Make a nice IPA or a light beer. See what I did there? <laughs> it was good. That's right. Look forward to your line of half license. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, we could just sell light beer to the whole community and we could all get out there. <laughs> uh-huh. Glowing with beer power. Uh-huh. Yeah. Perfect. So you can also go down the road of researching that and trying to find workarounds. Yeah. And um, you may also be able to talk to some folks in the uh, the Guardians who you guys haven't necessarily seen it, but they probably have something kind of like this. Well, they're getting the first... Uh... They're getting the first brew for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking I might want to talk to them and see if like they have a starting point too, because they definitely aren't all level eight druids or illusionists. <laughs> yep. So that might be able to get you jump started. All right. Well, Vons has his heading. All right. So we got that. Grix is going to go to equipment land to see what can be found for going to the ground. Erisene, I think you're the, if we're dividing stuff out semi evenly, I imagine you are the one who is doing all the, Hello, everyone we know. Uh, yeah, Want to go I on a suicide s- mission? <laughs> yeah, I would say that that's probably the case. Although I would argue that Wit and Eris- er, sorry, not Wit and Erisine, uh, Grix and Erisine uh-huh. um, are probably the two people who should do both the um, both of those things together. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying you don't want Vaughn's trying to convince people to jump off a rock in the air? Considering that Vons doesn't want to go, probably <laughs> not the best idea. I don't know. Does that sound reasonable to you, Wit? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That Grix and Erisene would do both the, like, trying to get equipment and also the trying to convince people yeah. together. I think we need to, yes. I think we need to find equipment first, see how much we have, see what we're able to do. Yeah. yeah. I'd say... and You don't want just, 20 people in five swimsuits. Right. <laughs> Throwing this out there... Uh, it's probably going to be harder to get back up than it is to go down. Oh, very much so. Yes. The backup part. That's the, that's the hard part. We can, we can let gravity do most of the down part. So you all mentioned, uh, maybe hiring a wizard. Hey, <laughs> uh, hire, you can't teleport us. You can't teleport <laughs> no, us. I know, but <laughs> you know who we know that no, no, can no. teleport. So we, we can do a third level teleport spell. And I'll just introduce every teleport with error thing I've ever read in any game. No, 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 no. I would rather just... You're inside a rock. I would rather just convince Frymeath to let us borrow a whole lot of money. (laughs) I I, I know of some friends who are great at teleport. Who? The Tentacats. (gasps) They teleport all the time. Oh my god, I wonder if they can teleport that far. Or we could learn something from them. They're going to need a lot of muffins. Oh, or if we could learn something from them. That's a wonderful idea. Yeah. 
and then uh, wealthy. Mm-hmm. What you want to do? I, I was going to send you wizard recruiting, but uh... yeah, I um I don't know what I want to do. I think we're ready to. I mean, other than the fact that we need somebody to take us, I guess I can go ask uh, Frymeath myself. Okay. Well, it's going to take a good month to make this light beer. What is what? Uh, what is we're, we're she asking, Frymeath? If he'll be the one to help us get down there. Oh, to sponsor. Yeah. Well, he's not a wizard. Then he should be able to find... He should be able to... I mm. I really have Professor Jenkins, and there's there's wizards at the university, but they're not... They're a bunch of old dudes. I mean, there's some very old dudes. And so um, probably Frymies would have a better idea of somebody to... Um, who's got the practical ability to do this. Fair enough. Okay. I so you're going to find yeah. your favorite person. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm so articulate when I'm around Frymeath. Uh It's going to go great. Oh, cool. While you guys are out there gathering equipment, you mind finding me one of those? Uh, it's, it's, it's like a, it's like a gun. It's like a, it's like a thing, but it's, but it squirts instead of, instead of shoots. It's, it's, uh Yeah. Like a, like a, like a watering can. Yeah, except it, but it, but it waters really, really far. Yeah, like a pressurized watering can. Yeah, one of those. Mm-hmm. In fact, you might want to find one for each of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. Um, environmental suits to help us protect from the uh, corruption or like corrupted flora and fauna. Oh, cool. I think I had a yeah. couple sisters named that. <laughs> uh-huh. I can guarantee at least for Vaughn's, we didn't. <laughs> so I have a naming convention for uh, for Foxfolk, and that doesn't fit it. <laughs> it's I'm pretty sure. I'd always be wrong. Anyway. I was not aware that you had a naming convention. Yeah, you don't talk to your family, so it doesn't count very much. <laughs> I think for the Christmas episode last year, I gave most of them names. But that does remind me. I wanted to get back in touch with, uh, with Lucky and um, Mitt while I was... Oh yeah, I mean, you that went makes... back to the brewery. They're there. <laughs> like you talked to them a little bit already. Yeah, I, Im- I imagine so. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely need to catch up and make sure that the homestead and the brewery are doing all right. That the brewery is going to uh, help us with at least some of this funding. Because <laughs> dang, mm. we're still a pretty new business, but maybe you can swing something. Right. You can have a fundraiser. <laughs> Ooh, fundraiser! You guys, fundraiser. <laughs> uh, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> that would totally be Erosine's reply, too. Yeah. <laughs> Just thrilled. <laughs> cool. It sounds like everyone has a direction, so why don't we uh, wrap it there for today? Sounds great. Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. For questions, comments, and feedback, email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. To follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod, on Twitter at primeattribute, and at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for all of our dankest, blazest posts. Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. This week's editor was Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Primary Attribute.
sorry to sidetrack. Have you all seen those uh, pay-to-play RPG websites now? Where what? you can like join a game from what? a professional GM? And... I kind of get it. I haven't seen them. <sighs> if, oh, that sounds awful. I mean, I get it if this is like fucking Chris Perkins or somebody like that. That's the that. theory. Especially <laughs> if it were like... Uh, a charity kind of thing or yeah suddenly this were chris perkins only form of income Mm -hmm. the idea is also that they put more effort into it and create more yeah immersive experiences with more stuff yeah like someone's running you through a module they made right like with maps and shit yeah and handouts and uh yeah i think can you guys hear that? Yeah, there's a yeah. siren outside my door. Anyway, sorry, sorry. To I just always assume it's us. <laughs> this, this, I just encountered this and was yeah. taken aback by it recently. We can put it in that side podcast we're supposed to do. Um, mm-hmm. 